Welcome back to the Speedy Aerocast. I am your co-host, Dan Morin, and I am joined by some other nasty pieces of work (laughs) that we've recruited to form an underground (laughs) team of villains, naturally. John Moltz is one of those villains. Hello, John. I would like to note that I have a secret friend that nobody knows about. (laughs) Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Guy English is also here. Hello, Guy. John is the objective, just not the priority. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're back. It's great. We've been gone for a while because we were on hiatus. Not us, but the show that we talk about. So we kind of just follow them. Not in a creepy way. Probably in a creepy way. Anyway. uh, (laughs) Berlanti's got a few restraining (laughs) orders out. It's kind of creepy. Uh, You guys play Breath of the Wild, just as an aside. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I played. Link is kind of creepy with some of these women. Well, you just because yeah. he doesn't you ever talk. notice that, like, he just like walks, and he also just like walks into people's houses. Yeah, steal stuff. <laughs> there are children in there that are children sleeping in beds, <laughs> and then he stares at them and doesn't say anything, <laughs> and then he just stands over them <laughs> while they're in bed. Yeah, it's a, very weird. Dude's a weirdo. Uh, I think we, somebody should look into Link. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are here to not talk about Zelda, though we could. He's been doing uh, that since the '80s too. It's pretty. It's, right. it's got to stop. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that guy told him to not go alone. So now we just go. Right. You know, always has to be somewhere with somebody else. It's the buddy system. Exactly. Uh, we are here to discuss season seven, episode 14 of Arrow entitled Brothers and Sisters. Because we saw what you did there, Arrow. Saw mm-hmm. it, picked it up. Uh, guy has volunteered to do the recap. I have. Um, but before we get into that... Mm-hmm. Uh, have you guys ever had a phone call and you've not been able to answer the phone? Sure. Sure. Yeah. It turns out there's a new system for that. It's the AT&T phone microcassette answering machine <laughs> system 1504. <laughs> I'm not joking. This is the sponsor for the week. And I actually researched that. <laughs> and that's, that's the sponsor. <laughs> They're we good, have those. Great. We have those lying around the house because um, my wife is a private investigator, and for a long time used um, cassette tapes to record people when she was doing interviews, like 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 dictaphone. Actually, no, I guess that I guess that was when from when she was a reporter, uh, a news reporter. Yeah, now one she's of those a, cool now little... she's a digital like a digital recorder. But um, it's still those cool little microphones. We still have things. yeah, we That's still have the recorder cool. lying around. In I remember people who had those in school, and I thought that was super cool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. this this problem I would not have. <laughs> yeah. I can help. I can help them out. Yeah, but you know. Yeah. Anyway, that was the sponsor read. We have another sponsor coming up later in the show. But, oh uh, boy, this I'll is very exciting. We are, we're making bank on this. <laughs> well, one of us is from which from what? the cassette <laughs> from the cassette people. Yeah, they got a lot cassette. of money. The cassette people. Yeah, yeah they right. got a lot. They're of They're desperate to get back. In I am this game. still dining out on like a symbol crashing monkey toy. That's I'm telling you. Magnetic tape is coming back, guys. Uh, it's, it might be. Magnetic anyway, tape. Uh, <laughs> Felicity dreams of Diaz hunting her in the forest again. Ollie is trying to get in touch with William, but he can't. He, uh, William is not answering the phone. Renee's a good guy, and uh, I'll try to explain to him that he also had a little bit of a rocky relationship when uh, custody exchanged hands, sort of thing. Uh, and Ollie tells him that patience isn't my thing. Uh, they bicker about Emiko and how uh, Renee's sort of being chummy with her, but. Uh, and uh, Ollie did not know that Emiko's mom had been killed, which seems like 
if you're going to be a member of the Queen family, I think first thing you should ask is, oh, hey, who did you lose? <laughs> um, Good tip. Yeah, turns out the everybody. Suicide Squad. Yeah, pretty much everybody. Turns out yeah. the Suicide Squad is being deployed, and Dig wants Ollie and Felicity to tag along. Um, or wants to tell Ollie and Felicity, and he tells Lila that the fewer secrets, the better. To which, cheers, Diggle. Yeah, everyone. Says seven, seven years later. Yeah, seven yeah, years right. later. We finally learned our lesson. Yeah, thank you. That's the best. Uh, Felicity is not happy about the Ghost Squad once she hears that uh, Diaz is in it. She reads uh, Diggle the Riot Act. Ollie tries to play ref, but it doesn't go so great. Um, I love that Felicity can give Dig some serious. Uh, serious grief. <laughs> Got it. Uh, and she's earned it after seven years of them being pals. I, I think it's, you know, well-deserved that she can sort of just give him hell. Uh, Laurel and Felicity chat about killing Diaz because <laughs> she immediately gets on the phone to her gal pal and they're like, okay, we got to murder somebody. <laughs> Is it murder time? It's murder time. Wait, what do you think about that murder we didn't quite go through? Want to do that now? <laughs> um, Say that again? Yeah. You up? For murder? <laughs> for murder? New murder. For, for, for knife emoji heart? Yeah. <laughs> smiley face, smiley face, smiley face. Uh, a bomb and then a skull. Um, <laughs> Laurel and Felicity uh, chat about killing Diaz, but Laurel isn't too into it. She's kind of going straight. She's But she picks up that uh, Felicity is uh, pregnant and they have sort of a, a good hang. Uh, Felicity admits to her that she's pregnant and uh, Laurel says she won't tell and she promises. And she doesn't. That's awesome. I totally, just the way they cut that, I totally thought we were getting set but up. But she was going some, to, yeah, yeah. Smash yeah. cut too. Right, right, right. Yeah, It was exactly. played like that, but then not. Yeah, no, but it was great. She's, uh, she's growing on me. She's cool. Uh, Ollie pushes his relationship with Emiko as he tries to horn in on her mission. He just <laughs> drops by her lair and... I, Sorry, my, I notes, kinda... my note says Ollie, comma, still a dick. Yeah, still 100%. <laughs> he's he's, he's uh, archer-splaining. Yeah, that's, it's yeah. so bad. It's so bad. Yeah, it's so bad. It's, yeah. And he doesn't even catch that stupid thing that she throws at him. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know what I can't it's been like years and I'm still can't get over the fact that he doesn't catch enough stuff for me. Um anyway. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with it. Anyway, uh Ghost Squad uh goes to grab their target and it's uh, a fight, 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 but uh he jumps out the window. That's uh what's his name? Virgo. Vigo. Virgil. Virgil, thank you. The actual one from Dante's Inferno. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's old, yeah, but he's spry. You know, he is spry. He jumps off a roof. Everybody's jumping off roofs this episode. Uh, turns out that, uh, so Ollie gives Emiko a bit of the uh, the lowdown on the gun. She already knows everything about the bullet, but he's got more information about the gun. So Emiko goes to try to get the uh, get the guy that sold the gun that killed her mom. But Ollie interferes. Sort of, sort of the other way around. Ollie's going to go get the guy and she interferes. Whatever. It's a mess. Ollie ends up arresting the bad guy, and she's upset about it. Uh, Lila is about to lose her job because the Ghost Squad has backfired, uh, and so they double down and try to capture Dante that night. So they deploy the Ghost Squad. Squad. Ollie and Felicity are supposed to go with them, or they're they're invited to go with them, as you might expect. Things go south. Uh, Diaz zaps his brain bomb and turns coat. The jig is up, and it's time for another fight, fight, fight. Ollie engages Dante, but he ultimately escapes. Meanwhile, Felicity gets the drop on Diaz, who conveniently just runs out of bullets whenever the plot suits. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) She won't kill him, though, and Diggle is there to bop him on the noggin and take him into custody. 
it's the objective, not just the priority, or just not the priority. Whatever. That was a good line. <laughs> All the way around, but that's fine. Yeah. He is the objective, just not the priority. Correct. Yes. Anyway. Then, after that scene, which really sums it up, and it's actually a really great character scene, we understand Felicity's point of view, we understand Diggle and, and the decision that he made. Then Diggle goes and explains it all to us in a annoying detail, uh, <laughs> as they have like a, like a book club back at Argus, uh, <laughs> and basically tells us how they all felt during that thing that we just watched two seconds ago. <laughs> anyway, way more words than we needed. I didn't like that scene. But what <laughs> well, I do like is that uh, uh, Lila comes in and Ollie and Felicity give Dig and Lila the room without even having to be asked. <laughs> they just go. Oh, and oh, this, I'm so sorry. This is your room, isn't it? Let us go. Yeah, this made me trigger a note. I, uh, have we seen a give us the room this season? Uh, I think there might have been one, but it's definitely way fewer than there no, were. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is the, so the new, toned the new down. Crew, the new crew is not, is not as down with give us the room. <laughs> I know, I know. Like, I feel... Like, I think probably clear like we got to clear all these characters out we got too many i know i it it feels like they i got help them if they do but it feels like they've been listening to the show because all of the weird little niggles that we've mm-hmm. had they've slowly mm-hmm. removed you know it, like exactly literally dig saying that like the fewer secrets are better yep I, and I yeah, not well. doing the yeah. not doing the room thing like i the, we'll get to how i feel about this episode but i gotta give them a full points for like not falling back on all of the same tropes that they used to do all the time Anyway, uh, Dick says he's going to sacrifice his career for Lila's, and he's in a very good giving mood today. And also, probably sick of looking like a mall cop. <laughs> yep, finally. Yep. Thank God. Honestly, I like the job, but I hate the shirt. I gotta go. I just can't, gotta get <laughs> can't it. Do it and I hate it so yeah. much, I don't want the job I will, I, yeah, yeah, I will quit. <laughs> and not only just the job, I'm going to ruin my entire career by screwing the OPSEC stuff up, which is like pretty inexcusable. <laughs> Anyway, also, you know what? I, I he looks better when he's standing up in that shirt. Yeah, but when he's sitting down, he just he just. It's not a good shirt. Looks, it's I don't, not, yeah, it's just it's a not really a good bad shirt, no matter what. But yeah, it's a bad okay. Shirt. Anyway, now we don't have to see it anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah. Emiko and Ollie make up a little as Ollie apologizes after recognizing his behavior was inappropriate. My notes just say, but was it? Because she's basically a murder machine. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's definitely horny. A lot of people murder people this week because he has a conversation with Felicity too, where he's like, "If you still really want to murder Diaz, I know this, I so won't like, stop you." And I'm like, "Really? You won't? Just go ahead." Well, I mean, he's probably still tallying up the count of when she nuked a town, so he's probably like, "Yeah, one more <laughs> is not going to hurt." Okay, okay, that saved lives. I think net, net, she's net. A, yeah, she, yeah, but it's still getting, in the green. She's still in the green, but right, but it is getting a little bit like potato chips at this point, right? Like, uh, one more is not going to hurt. It's fine. Um, anyway, uh, Felicity tells Ollie that she just wants to keep their children safe, uh, and basically tells Ollie that she's pregnant. Yay! Uh, in a shocking reveal, uh, turns out Dante knows Emiko and wants her to come back home. And it's clear that he's been training her because her little throwing knives are identical to his. Mm. Uh, double shock ending. Mm. Uh, in jail, uh, Diaz gets doused with petrol and then set alight a by somebody he knows. Dun, 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 what are dun, you dun, doing dun, dun, here? Dun. Yeah, what are you doing here? So I in never the future, expected the Spanish Inquisition. I certainly didn't expect them to put lighter fluid in the sprinkler <laughs> that system. That was a, that's in all the, the the prison cells. 
<laughs> I think maybe in Argus, maybe in Argus, that's actually like you know part of the security system. Oh, yeah. we don't stop fires; we start fires. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, that yes. doesn't. That's not. That does the opposite yeah. of what you'd think. Also, it would do. the fire extinguisher that you have over there just shoots acid. Like, <laughs> sorry, that's it's all. It's like the don't Q- even don't even pull that off. It's like the, the like they fired their Q division guy, and they just like, oh, we got all this stuff here that we could just deploy elsewhere. So ever like every other Argus agent is using a pen that's actually a bomb. <laughs> uh, so in the future the axe patrol gives their backstories about who's related to who and they get acquainted with uh, roy dana and william uh a lot of important people have been faking their deaths in some kind of maneuvering i didn't quite follow uh, william tells but I, think they, I think they were getting killed by somebody, someone right yeah, yeah they, they, were getting, they were they, they were being ruled suicides but they were actually the suspicion was that they were being murdered by somebody. Poor, poor uh, Paul the Bird is my favorite. That's my favorite name so far. The guy's name is Paul yes. Loiseau, which as... as oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Paul the Bird. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um, anyway, whatever. Basically, future plots shaking out that a lot of people have in, been involved in what seems to be like a season one style takedown of Star City. And they're all getting bumped off. Uh, William tells a little... What's her name? Little Mia. Felicity. What's her name? Mia. Thank you. Uh, William tells Mia that he didn't hear from his parents after his grandparents took custody of him. Interesting. Uh, And uh, it is because it sort of goes back to what we saw at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he does manage to charm her into signing up with the rest of their Scooby gang. Um, Inside the Rubik's Cube, they discovered an old uh, answering machine tape, which is our sponsor. And that's wonderful. I actually thought there was some legitimate, pretty good uh, tech team writing. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they're like, oh, you know what's a pain in the ass about this thing is we just don't have the equipment to read yeah. it. I, right. And that's, I enjoyed the totally realistic. What's an answering machine? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like yeah, that too. Right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, and I think that's it. I, yeah. There's, I'm sure there's probably a few more First of bits all, that I glossed over. But. Uh, I have to give a huge call out to. I did see him in the credits, but I was still delighted when he showed up, as I knew he would. Dante is played by Adrian Paul, who astute viewers might remember in the Highlander TV show. It's Duncan McLeod. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I, did not, I did not see the TV show. Oh, the TV show I was thought, terrible I knew, and awesome. I knew it was a thing. Yeah, I thought I recognized that guy. I also saw like one or two episodes. Of yeah, he's the main yeah. character from the Highlander TV show. Yeah, uh, cool. And so yeah. it's nice that they... That's a nice bit of... I haven't seen him on the air in years, but I still think he's... He's solid and menacing, and I don't really know what his yeah. deal is, but I like Adrian Paul. Yeah, no, he was great. <laughs> he 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 looked like he could be a threat to Diaz, at least for sure. Right. Yeah. 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 So, and he had that stone cold killer. I'm just going to cut your throat thing going on, which is you know, yeah, classic bad guy stuff. Um, I really I want to call out a scene that I really liked, which was. The second scene with Laurel and Felicity where she comes back Mm -hmm. and is like kind of taking care of her like, okay, you got to start eating better. And, you know, are you taking vitamins and stuff like that? Because and it doesn't matter so much to me if they ever explain it. But to me, the way that read is Katie Cassidy, you know, making a choice about her character that may not be informed by something in the script, but is basically how she's deciding to play this. And it's a mm-hmm. weirdly like nurturing move, mm, um, yeah. and I like it. And I kind of read that as like 
I don't know, like maybe she had some experience with this in some way. It does again, as to your point, guy earlier about things that don't necessarily need to be over discussed. Right. It was something that was well done in that it felt implicit and personal, like there was something there that tied to something in her past. But we <laughs> didn't need her to be like, "Well, you know, one time and when I was back on Earth too, I lost yeah. a baby or something like I don't know. I had a kid. Yeah, I gave him yeah, up for yeah, adoption. Yeah. Blah blah right. blah. Anyways, yeah, like, right. I, 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 she's just she's just doing it because she feels it. Like, you yeah, know, like I mean, like out of the sort of the kindness of her heart. I mean, <laughs> but like, it, it, there's something. I think there's also just maybe there is something in her past but we didn't need it spelled out. It just yes. like, because that's right. not, she, she, we also get that she genuinely cares for Felicity, that this is a relationship that is actually important to her. And I like that because they've done mm-hmm. a really nice job on humanizing our black siren and just turning her into a yeah. character who is actually sympathetic. Mm-hmm. Though I will say she is definitely the most likely person to have said Diaz on fire. <laughs> yes 100 yeah. percent. because we know she yeah. saw that thing on the roof where he set the other guy on fire so you know poetic, Exa- yes, poetic that's justice. true i was trying to remember that scene i couldn't yeah. remember who was there but yeah that was her yep, yep. so yeah. i totally believe that'd be her and it makes sense that he would recognize her so either that's yeah, a and really well and it fits take. in with the whole like well, the whole wanting to murder him thing and the the, the, and, the, the, the pact that, that the two of them had right to kill him, and then Felicity decides, no, I'm not going to do that, but she's still 100% in. And Yeah, but I could see Laurel like not wanting Felicity to do it. For, yeah. You know, I'm well, going to keep you pure. I'm going to go right, murder this guy. Right, and, you, yeah. Yeah. right and doubling yeah. down on that, I think it's also now that, you know, she also knows right. Felicity is pregnant, she sees it as sort of protecting their family mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, like, yeah, like you said, they're not going to do it. So I thought that was interesting, and I really yeah, liked yeah. That, that through line in this episode. I thought it was well done. That's, I mean, we keep talking about, and I'm going to bring up a couple other things later, but like, uh, how we like the motivation in this season mm. better than in previous seasons. There's much less flip flopping. There's much less people keeping ridiculous secrets for a long time. And the, everything that people, for the most part, everything that everybody does seems to come from a genuine place. Yes. Yeah. Very much Agreed. so. Yeah. Including Diggle in this one, like when he gets called out, I, I believed Felicity calling him out. I believe his, uh, you know, I, 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 I believe that he did have that change of mind. You know, like basically chaos is happening on the mission, and he goes to you know save Felicity. Mm-hmm. I, I totally believe that. I, I've, I wish he didn't have to do that explanation because you don't really need to do that explanation yeah. to. Yeah. to to Ollie and Felicity, you don't really need that. And if anything, what I've liked about Ollie and, and Diggle's relationship is that it's often not overexplained. It's mm-hmm. just done. Yeah. Um, you know, and occasionally, like when they do sit down with a with a with a drink, they skip all of that bit. Well, I was feeling like this, so and you're my family. Like you, you right. don't need that bit. I, I think you can subtext rather than text. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. And to your to your point, Dan, I think that stuck out to me because of the. Uh, the, the the great writing I thought with uh, with Laurel and Felicity mm-hmm. I think it stuck out to me more maybe a contrast yeah, I, issue I, I'd agree that um, uh, trope watch how many times <laughs> this season or in the in the last several years on a variety of shows have you seen somebody short out a chip in their head with a defibrillator yeah that <laughs> because happens. it literally yes. happened on Gotham last week yeah yeah I was gonna ago. say I've, I've seen it very recently yeah uh there and i was thinking actually mission impossible 3 i think the one with carrie russell there's also a whole thing with philip seymour oh, hoffman right. putting bombs in people's brains and then using defibrillators yeah. to, to stop it yeah so kind yeah. of a trope but i still it was 
it was fine. I mean, well, yeah, it's it's okay. I mean, as far particularly as far as this show goes, yeah, sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have their- been funnier if he just bomb spade his head and he had like a big icicle <laughs> sticking out there. <laughs> God, where is the bomb spray yeah. when you need it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but so, so two- I like it. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say two things that I noticed that I thought were in the vein of us liking people's reasonability this year. Mm, yeah. um, it, I, that there's no lingering animosity over having Diaz um, being on the ghost protocol or whatever it's called. Um, <laughs> because, you know, they, they, you know, they're, they're upset at the beginning. And then Diggle says, yeah, I know. I didn't like it either. And they're like, okay. none of us none of us like this whereas i think like in previous seasons and like there's another thing but like these things would have dragged out for like four episodes yeah and they would have been like angry at each other and the other thing was oliver finding about felicity being pregnant yeah was like you know in other and in this season it was like it played as a happy moment like he's so pleased to know that you know, and right. in another season, it would have been like, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> right, right. Well, in another season, what would have happened is she would have got captured by somebody. Yeah. And they would have upped the stakes by revealing not only is she captured and they're going to murder her, but now she's pregnant and then double yeah. whammy. And it's like, nobody cares. Just right. I have to have. Well, obviously people care, but like, just have this human, have this human moment. Like, just give yes, it to us. Yeah. Spot. Don't make yeah. everything. Don't and, make everything up. A, a and it was a, right. like a huge plot point. It was a nice callback and progression in the way that Felicity's thinking evolved about it, right? Because as you you mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we opened with that dream sequence again, which I actually like because I I thought it was pretty clear at that point. They they did not try to trick you into thinking it wasn't a dream sequence. A, because we saw that it was the first episode, the opening of the first episode of this season. And B, Mm -hmm. because the whole like baby crying off screen thing you you can hear like a baby crying that she's running around yeah. looking for and it's like okay we we get the idea like this is yeah she had in, in the first one she was worried about protecting william now she's worried about protecting the baby so i thought that was nice it went from being yeah. like basically i'm worried that like our lives are full of you know evil people trying to hurt us and, yeah i like yeah, that i like I, that symmetry the thing that i don't like in, in terms of the her arc in this whole season is she's victimized a lot Yes. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. I think, you know, she's played, she's played as like being afraid. She's played as, you know, being chased and and not, she's not as like cool and confident, I think, as she's been in other seasons. I think they, this is the, this is the flip point for that though, because we do see her, you know, the very fact that like when Diaz makes a run for at the end, she gets a gun and goes to try and stop him. Like, I think the whole pivot point with Laurel being like, you don't have to be afraid because you're a badass. Yeah, like I right. thought that was nice, and I'm hoping that that's sort yeah. of the trajectory that we're on for the rest of the season. With yes. right. she explicitly I hope, tells, I hope so too. She explicitly tells Diaz that I'm stronger than you, which is yeah. basically yeah. telling the audience at that point, like, why yeah. give him a speech? Um, I, I I agree, John, but I think the those moments of fear in her dreams, she doesn't articulate that so much to other people. You know, it's it's we're seeing her window of like we're seeing a window into her motivation yeah uh i just it, but she I'm does seem back, a little weak i'm thinking like back to some of the stuff early on in the season um where she's very like ranty and like yeah, oliver's in jail true. and she's like screaming at everybody because oliver's in jail and that's i just true. don't i just don't i mean like and i'd like I, said, I think this season has been one of the best that we've had in a long time yeah and, and in particular i think like 
the characterization has been done much better. Um, hey, did, but I just you, I don't I th- it's one thing I regret about it. Yes. Did you hear that uh, that door creak open over there? That's uh, that's conspiracy corner. Do you want to join me in conspiracy corner? I do. Hold on. I would Hold love on. to. Wait, I am running. I am literally yeah. running to conspiracy corner. Let me corner. let me just get that door for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, paging Mr. Foley. Dan's had a really long day, and he's not going to edit an actual drop in there for that thing. He's just he's had a long Hell day. No, <laughs> you don't know, you know, like a you don't have a DVD of some Foley that you can use. Yeah, I mean, I've got I've got logic. It's probably got a door creaking open sure. somewhere. Um, Felicity's genetic uh, tracking system becomes the Archer system. Yeah, I think we've discussed that as in on the past being yeah. a possibility. But I guess oh, it's just yeah. so it's becoming so more obvious, and and her increasing paranoia, I think, feeds into this this Archer system. Right. Well, there's yeah. two parts of it too, right? Because yeah. in the future stuff, we see William talk about the fact that they used Archer, but Archer is really designed for the glades, and that the Felicity right. system in the bunker is what works for the rest of Star City. So there, but I agree. I think there's like a building out of it. We also. We also got at the end of one of the previous episodes that the bunker gets rebuilt at some point too. Right. So yeah. and I had some future I had some future conspiracy questions. I don't really have a good theory for some of these, but Good, yeah, because Do you want to talk the about future Well the whole future thing, I I I didn't buy into it much as much because they were angsty. They were young and angsty and I'm old. I get grumpy. it. I, so, I, like, it's not it's not a great <laughs> joint right now. But uh, I like aspects of it though, and I like the way too. that it's yeah. going. Like, I I yeah. think first of all, both of those actors are actually William and Mia. Like, I I think they're both pretty solid. Um, yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. I like a, and I like a, their, a lot of it. Oh, yeah. I, I like the dynamic. actors. Yeah, I like the dynamic. Um, I particularly just, like William. Yeah, no, I think yeah. he's great because he, he does seem so much like um, the the younger version of him, right? But like, like the kid, that, yeah, and 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 also he's just a solid. He's a really good actor. Like I think for whatever reason, yeah. like he yep. he works for me, and I, I think that's him good because he's clearly the linchpin of this story. And yeah, uh, it was fun to watch. I liked the conversations with him and Mia about like their parents. Um, but we have a number of weird things that come up in the future. First, yes. the yeah. thing Guy mentioned where he's like, yeah, like, I went to live with my grandparents. I never heard from my parents again. And it's like, that's, we know oh, that, that yeah, Ollie, I didn't catch that. Ollie specifically calls him at the beginning of the yep. episode. Right. And the answering machine is full. The answering machine is full. Um, and also, I wonder, like, do kids check voicemail still? Is that a thing? I don't know. Um, I know I don't. Yeah, probably, that, yeah that's like probably. a thing written I mean, by, like, you know, people yeah. our age who are like, yes, he leaves a voicemail. And kids are like, oh, what? <laughs> um, but it's fine. And, like, there's also, that's super weird, right? And so we have the whole thing about, like, well, you were the kid they wanted. Uh, Mia clearly has a really weird relationship with both Oliver and Felicity, because she talks about Felicity... Mm-hmm faking her death a bunch essentially and like like yeah. hiding out and she seems to have almost no she makes a comment to william something about like you knew him you knew oliver back then right like was he really a hero and i kind of get the impression that either she did not spend a lot of her youth with her dad what whatever his fate might be um which is a little interesting and then throw into that mix something that i thought was very perplexing was uh connor mentions that mm-hmm. dig is his adoptive father right yeah. 
no idea what's going on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, to be... We didn't really know what the relationship was complete because I guess we made some assumptions based on the comic book version of him, right? Yeah. Well, although although uh, he was now the comic book version is not really no, Diggle's not in the comic. I mean, he is now, right? We made some assumptions based on the first season Legends of Tomorrow episode. Oh yeah, when it was right. John Junior, right? Did well, when it was John Connor, Jr.? yes, he's Connor Hawk, but they they do clarify that he is John Junior, and that was before the Sarah to John Junior switch. But that was mm-hmm. also an alternate future. But we don't, but we don't, yeah, but we don't, right. And we don't know that that John Jr. was necessarily a biological child of theirs. Correct. True. Yes. Although we know there is a John Jr. in the present who is a kid, <laughs> which is super confusing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have no idea what's happening oh, there. That's right. No, yeah, I was getting this backwards now. Yeah, because, yeah. right, because I was thinking of Sarah. I was thinking that Sarah was the one that they have now but they don't have sarah no, now. right exactly no no so, sarah, so, okay, sarah so, jr so, yeah. is the once and future so this, queen but she's so that base. seems like to me that seems like this is a this is an alternate future that is not their future well the the one that the produced, not the future that not the future that's going to happen for the the people who are in the present the producers this, this have season. said that it is not like they are not planning on screwing with timeline stuff like that's not this show so well but sure there's okay. always there's always equivocating in loopholes but, <laughs> but like that doesn't yeah. but that doesn't make any sense but john no, jr would have to be much younger right he's what five now uh, he would have to be he would be somewhere between William and Mia in age, obviously. Oh yeah, so, I guess yeah. so. So yeah, perfectly reasonable to be on that. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, it seemed honestly, there's clearly something else going on there, right? Because they could have just right. let left out the adoptive father part, and everything yeah. would have been fine. Or, or they've just written John Junior out of the show. <laughs> Who knows? I, you know what? <laughs> I mean, no we know. never see him. They they talk we about saw, work. And... No, we saw him this season. Oh, did we? Yeah, we yeah, saw him because remember, he, like yeah. Diggle's grilling him about stealing some cookies. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. he's still there. Okay, I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. I love. It. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot that there's yeah, a lot that, that they I left got, behind. See, I got so. that. I got that all mixed up because of uh, yeah. <laughs> you know because <laughs> it's confusing. I mean, yeah. I think it's reasonable to get some of this mixed up because a lot of it is crazy and doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, yeah. yeah, I thought that I thought that um, Sarah was the one who was <laughs> alive now. Yep. Just in our hearts. Uh, I've got some SCPD protocol questions. One. <laughs> uh, all right. Oliver's running around with the bow and arrow, and he's deputized. I guess he can just arrest people. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Renee also has a badge. He shoots a lot of people and still wears a mask. <laughs> I have some yeah. questions I'm assuming, about that. I'm assuming that the th- he's using like some sort of uh, sleeper gun. Ah, uh, sure. Yeah, let's say that. Yeah, you know, that, I mean, that's I, right, John. I, I think they that's, just went I think to that's, sleep. He uses a gun that sends him to a farm upstate. It's t- <laughs> <laughs> it's 2019 shorthand. I think. Yeah. I just don't understand why he still wears the mask unless it's providing some actual body armor because it's like you know Oliver's all intimidation or something. Maybe it's a yeah. vibranium mask. Yeah, yeah or, or maybe they, there's still an argument that even though everybody knows who Oliver is. And some people might know who Renee is. Yeah, he, there's right. no reason to let yourself yeah. open. Renee has not been mayor. Yeah, yeah. of anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But Renee, you know, Renee who, had a good Renee had a good scene. I think Renee had some good scenes in this yeah, episode too. Yeah. Um, and one of my favorites, my favorites was, um, did you see that move she did with the bow? Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I kind of missed it. I want to run the, it back. Did she the two of them like the two of them like talking about how great she was? Yeah, I enjoyed that, including the whole like you can't tell her what to do. Uh, you know, yeah. just be your brother. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that was really good, and I was really feeling positive about it. And so they did a nice job of them pulling the rug out from under you with that Dante reveal at the end. Yeah, something's going on. Right. Right. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. Um, let me look at my. What own. would you have done if it wasn't Dante, but it was uh, uh, Curtis's ex-boyfriend, the police <laughs> detective? <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, "That's pretty weird." That's and in, very and in, instead of like coming out of the shadows, he just dropped a fat beat and like got all funky. With oh no, DJ he's not a skills. DJ. He's not a DJ. <laughs> That's somebody else. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed sorry. the dropping of the turn of the name Task Force X. Uh, because yeah. the Suicide Squad slash Ghost Initiative ta- slash Task Force X has so many freaking names. Yeah. Uh, so before we got into the uh, Lila getting fired about it, they said something about even her superiors at Argus wouldn't let her do it or something. Yeah. And I thought that was like a slight. I thought that was a slight jab at like the the Warner execs like not letting them use <laughs> Task Force. Like <laughs> that's pretty funny. She's I, even getting she's getting grief from I the think, people upstairs. Well. Like just. <laughs> Even beyond the reality of the show, there's just grief coming down yeah. about that. Oh, uh, she's getting oh, well, what from the Pentagon? No, yeah, no, yeah. not from, higher, <laughs> higher than that. Higher than that. Uh, that's that's a good point. I had not thought about that. Um, I, I think that's uh, it's. I mean, they've done something similar. There was the time um, the when Constantine shows up the first time, he uses a dead peacock feather to like scratch his back. Yeah, in an yeah. NBC peacock oh. reference, <laughs> uh, yeah. which was. Very bizarre, but kind of tip of the hat there. Um, I thought Suicide Squad worked fairly well. They don't do much, but the moments they have are about right. They, for yeah, them. they have a they have a nice fight, fight, fight. Cupid has a good. Uh, I like that. I liked your mm-hmm. line where they're like, "Oh yeah, we're not getting paid enough," and she's like, "Wait, we're getting paid?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, I enjoy. I that. like um, anytime you put Kelly Hugh on the screen, I'm I'm a fan. Yep. Yep. She was good. She's great. Yeah, and uh, I like that she uh, she ninjaed them both. Yeah, like she she could take yeah. both. And I really love that um, uh, Deathstroke's little boy is just nowhere near as good. Yeah, right. Like he's just kind of <laughs> he's just he's got all of the attitude, but none of the skill, and it's pretty. I like it. I like that they go to a bar that nobody cares. They walk in with a person with an arrow and a bunch of like a bow and yeah, a bunch yeah, of arrows, and a dude with, with a, a big guitar sticking out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, my other thing that I enjoyed, uh, or not, this is a less enjoyed thing. Uh, bad, bad twists are evil Argus dude who you assumed was kind of evil from the beginning. Mm, actually yeah. evil. Like, yeah, nobody was yeah. surprised by that. Mm hmm. Uh, but yeah, now that whole dead. Argus thing, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> they they yeah. just they dispatch. Did we know that that princess before? Or no, or, I don't think so. No, were we supposed to care about her because no. she gets she gets um dispatched no. Quite quickly? No, she was unfortunate Vancouver actress of the week and just <laughs> yeah. went to dead yeah. again. You know, it's like a, okay, that's a shame. Don't make well, a deal with the devil. Um, one thing that was a little bit weird. Uh, why so when i was trying to describe this episode uh it, there's basically three plots in here which makes it sort of convoluted to explain right there's the uh 
Emiko on a mission plot. There's the uh, Argus plot. Um, and then there's the future plot. Well, there's and there's Laurel and Felicity and Laurel side and Felicity. Plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I thought there's 80, like uh, there's 87 plots. <laughs> yeah, there's just a lot of moving pieces, and I was trying to keep it brief, but I'm like, man, like there's just a, a lot happens in this episode. It I does. Would say. It, yeah. it it really does. Yeah, and they still get time for a few cool fight fight fights. So kind of impressive in terms of just maneuvering stuff this time out. Yeah, I, there are a lot yeah. of moving pieces in this episode. I, I was thinking about that as I finished it, which is like, in a lot of other cases, I think they did a nice job of keeping everything dynamic and moving in what feels like it otherwise could have been just like a table setting episode. But yeah. it, it actually yeah. has a lot of things that happen that are important. And there's stuff with stakes and weight here. Like, so it wasn't, it was not a table setting episode. Like, like the plot advances and everything moves forward. And, you know, dig has been fired. Dante has been revealed. We have like new yeah. puzzles set up, like a lot, a lot happens. So yeah. I, well, that's what I got to at the end of my notes. They kept revealing all of these new yes. things. There was like four big finishes. I'm like, Oh my God, look, it's actually the next episode is going to be interesting Yeah, because you know, a lot of different stuff being set up. So, I agree. I agree. Uh, do you guys have anything more to say about this, or you want to do a rating? I could. I could rate. You could rate, John. <laughs> John, uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it another um, biff. I mean, it, not necessarily. It's certainly not the best, but there was enough that I liked about it in terms of characters being honest and characters accepting the honesty of others, even if it wasn't, you know, forthcoming originally. So. I liked it. Cool guy. Uh, it's a biff for me. Um, like I said, there's a lot of moving parts. I don't think any one of the stories landed for me uh, sort of emotionally. I wasn't like, that is an amazing episode. Uh, but I, I walked away happy, and I think they did, a, they did a pretty good job. You know, Modulo that oh, Diggle overly <laughs> explaining his feelings, but I think the fact that that sticks out, it basically it's a testament to just sort of the general quality of the of the episode. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna round it up with a bit for the rest of you because I I think right. I agree. I I think it, it was interesting. My attention was held. I was never bored. In fact, I this yeah. is a, one of those episodes where I when I was watching it and I usually take notes while watching, although they're like somewhat haphazard. I paused this many times because I'm like, so much is happening here that if yeah. I start writing something, I will miss the next thing to happen. So, like, it took yeah. me much longer to watch this than the usual episode because there was so much packed in here. Right, yeah. That's so, what happened to me when I couldn't explain the future plot. I'm like, uh, I don't know. There's a bunch of dead people. What do I know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's a, there's, there's a lot moving right now. There's a lot of pieces, a lot of balls in the air for the back half of the season. And I think that they've... Yeah, there's... I don't really know where everything is going. I mean, I have some guesses. We talked about Laurel being the one to kill Diaz. And I'm going to assume he's dead? I don't know. Kirk Acevedo was a, was a regular, think but, so, but didn't look good yeah. for him. And, and also, I don't no. know where else you go with that character. I think he's served his purpose. Yeah, right. Because now, yeah. now we have new guy. Yeah, new, we have Dante. New, D, new, new DS. Yeah. yeah. We have Dante. But there, there's a lot of uh, there's some other like, stuff going on. There's a lot of, obviously, fire and brimstone stuff, right? Like dragons and fire and Dante and fire. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure. It, there's, yeah. I'm not sure if there's something bigger going on there. Smog. Like smog will be the next one. <laughs> smog. Yeah. Well, he was taken yeah. down by an archer. Oh. Uh, uh, Fits uh, in. Uh, yeah. Checks out. 
What's uh, what's Cumberbatch doing? This like got nothing better. That guy's yeah, got nothing got better to do. Jump by arrow. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I, I think having having all those sort of balls in the air as we go into the the sort of the end of the season. Like I'm kind of curious to see how it all plays out. So I think there's a lot happening there. Uh, do we have anything pending for some superhero sweep, or are we uh, content to let sleeping dogs lie this week? I've got a personal superhero. <gasps> okay. We can do a little oh sweep. Boy. Do a little sweep. Yeah, let's 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 do a little sweep. Yeah. Guy, what do you got for us? Yeah. Um have you guys read any good books recently? <laughs> John, John, <laughs> this is the second second, this is the second podcast today, today where there's been a <laughs> No, guy. A, back, a backdoor plug for Dan's book. <laughs> our, our pal here, the guy who actually makes this show happen. Because God knows, John and I just, we would not lift a finger. I, I feel terrible not. that neither one of them was from me. Yeah, oh. right. The other one was James. I just assumed, you know, like, if you wanted to talk about it, he'd bring it up. Like, like why do I have to bring it up? <laughs> well, because I know he's not going to, that's all. Oh, it was James, wasn't it? I guess it? not. I should have yeah. thought about that. I didn't. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, so Dan, you've got a new book. I, that's true. It's, it's out today, uh, as we record this, which is Tuesday, the 5th of March. Uh, and where do people go? What's it called? Uh, it is called the Bayern Agenda. It is a si- do- science fiction spy thriller, and it's available at all fine booksellers, including Amazon, Apple Books, and perhaps even your local bookstore. If you, is it okay if I call it the Bayern Agenda? Yeah, I've been told that the, that is the correct way to say it in German. And okay. you know, I say that screw okay. the Germans. It's in space. In the future, I can say it however I want. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, the German will love it when you screw up stuff like that. <laughs> definitely not. Forgiving. Definitely not a picky people. <laughs> I'm still not putting chapter markers in the show. They can't make me. Yeah. They, yeah exactly. Uh, well, congratulations, man. I'm really happy about that. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. It's, a little, it's and, very uh, exciting to have it out there. Yeah, no, like, no joking. I mean, if you've been enjoying the t-shirts we sold you, you will enjoy this book. <laughs> it is 100% more tangible than the t-shirts we've been making. Yeah, yeah. You can actually... You're enjoying all the faxes we've been sending. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah no, please do. Answers. Honestly, pl- I mean, I'm kidding. Please do, because uh, first week book sales mean a lot, and it would mean a lot to all of us if... Yeah. Dan didn't have to edit this podcast and, you know, could have a fulfilling life. <laughs> uh, guy's really earning his uh, 15% here. <laughs> uh, thank you. I uh, appreciate did, that. Um, do, you know what did, I, uh, do you know what I did that I didn't tell you guys about? I, we no. literally don't because you didn't tell us. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, you know, because well, the, the Archer thing hasn't kicked in yet. And, I bought... I bought a sponsor shot uh, spot on uh, the Greatest Generation and told people to listen to this show. You what? <laughs> <laughs> this was back in October. I don't know what I was thinking. They they had like they got like ten million things, and I I bought a sponsor shot. But here's the thing: I just basically wanted to say congratulations, but they were like, "Oh, you need to plug something," and I'm like, uh, "Okay, go listen to the podcast." <laughs> oh my god yeah so here's the thing i invested in people coming to this show and being disappointed only to drive them towards your book dan (laughs) is this like a weird reverse pyramid scheme exactly that's exactly what it is yeah yeah anyway crack me up so there you go cool all right well hey yeah welcome to the podcast everybody go buy my book the the ponzi agenda (laughs) that's the next one no spoilers (laughs) yeah 
Well, um, I bought uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Did you guys buy that? Oh, I, I did. Yet, but I out on, out on digital this past week, and um, it was good. I mean, there's not a huge amount of extra content, but there's like another version of the movie that includes uh, things that they considered doing in sort of sketch form. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool! Uh, which That's is great. interesting. I think they made the right choices, and the the version that was released for the theaters was better than what they had but there's a lot more of um ganke in the uh i the you know sort of unreleased version i will say that we just did it'll i'm not sure when it airs but we just did an the incomparable a main show episode on the spider verse comic event Mm -hmm. which is from Mm -hmm. 2014 um and i read like (laughs) 30 issues of comic books uh, <laughs> and uh i had not read any of that stuff before i kind of had like only a passing familiarity with a lot of those characters and it is bananas like many com- yeah. comic events are especially yeah. if you read all like 30 issues instead of like you could get away with reading i think jason was like oh there's like eight you can read if you want to just like get the general like right, the, but the, the tendrils get everywhere, right? Like oh, that's the God, whole. Yes, yeah, and, yeah. And they yeah. had all these little spin-offs and everything. And I'm a completist, so I like I read all of them. Uh, and it's interesting because I, mean, I guess he's. I mean, Spider-Man is kind of Marvel's Superman or Batman. I guess depending on who you consider the best. I mean, like definitely, he's really, the, yeah, the flagship he's really character, their right? their yeah. signature character, right? Right. Yeah. right. And so I guess it sort of makes sense that they would. But there's so many different Spider-Man. I mean, even in the six one six universe, the movie doesn't like he's cloned. He's been cloned like eighteen times. Yeah, the movie does not even scratch the surface. There are so many Spider people in the comic book, and some of them are just like one-off jokes, basically that are references to like Mm -hmm. other properties that appear. Like my favorite bit in the entire Spider-Verse comic event is. There are a couple episodes where, like, there's, you know, a dimension hopping baddie, and he's, like, going around killing all the spider people. And there's one where he jumps into the Spider-Man comic strip, the newspaper comic strip. Oh, cool. <laughs> and it's literally everything. It's, like, a page of, like, two-panel strips where the first panel is always the recap of last week, and the bad guy is just constantly like, what is happening? Okay. Why is this so slow? And it's, it's one of the funniest things I've ever read. I cracked up. like I was laughing out loud at that, because I grew up reading those strips, and they were so yeah. boring. Yeah. It really is. It's terrible. I mean, it's, it's you know, Mary Worth, but with yeah, Spider-Man. Right. So, um, I yeah, I, I really enjoyed that, and there's a ton of other little like jokes and references to other spider properties that like including like the japanese tv show from oh, the yeah. what 60s 70s like there's like a live so, action yeah, japanese 70s, show think, right really bad <laughs> where he's got a giant robot and the giant robot appears <laughs> in in the, japan in the comic books and it's it's bizarre <laughs> anyway i i if you have marvel unlimited you can read this all for free so <laughs> that was why yeah. i did it uh but yeah the it reminded me how much i liked the spider-verse movie because they are so economical about it and they do a nice mm-hmm. job of being like here's the things we're going to hit and we're going to really use this and like push it all well, towards they, a, a, a one goal yeah and then you get that bonus after the credits yeah which you i'm a fan of because i read spider-man, Spider-Man 2099 i read 2099 when it came <laughs> out back to spider-man 69 <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's oh god great. that was so funny also the uh that's Os- you're pointing no you're pointing <laughs> That's Oscar Isaac uh, playing Spider-Man oh, yeah. 2099. Oh, is yeah. that right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Oh, I think I knew that and I forgot. Well, they cut. I noticed. I was watching the movie and they go, the credits go by and it's like interesting person number one, interesting person number two. And one of them is Oscar Isaac. I'm like, who was Oscar Isaac in this movie? And then it got to the post credits. I was like, oh, that's why they didn't credit the names. Very clever. So I'm looking forward to another one of those. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I'm glad it's out. I'm going to go watch it again for sure. And next week we'll be able to talk about something else. Yeah, that's right. Captain Marvel. Is, Captain uh, Marvel this week, yeah. We, are we all we're all scheduled to see it this weekend. Sometime? I am going on Saturday. Yeah, I'm, I'm going on Friday uh, morning. Very excited. I'm away between the seventh and twelfth, but I'll try to find some time to. Watch you need it. to get you need to get this in. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. you're gonna have to drop out early. So yeah, we can talk about <laughs> yeah. we're gonna boot you from the call. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, that's okay. I mean, I'll I'll try to figure something out. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, it's uh, sponsor month, isn't it, Dan? It is, in fact, uh, well, the, the, towards the end of March. Uh, but yeah, March in general okay. is sort of a sponsor month. Uh, would you guys like to do like an actual, like an honest, like honest to God this time? Actually, <laughs> I feel like I lie to the readers all the time because uh, <laughs> I, because I do. But like an actual, uh, you know, we'll Cheers. solicit ideas. Yeah, we'll, well, we can do that or we can solicit ideas and, and yeah and, i'm up for doing sure. something we could if, yeah. if member if if you readers out there have an idea something that you would like to see us talk about we're, we're here feel free shoot yeah. us a tweet you know where to find us uh otherwise yeah. we'll fall back on uh, guy's collection of cheers yeah sounds good to me yeah I, I just think it'd be fun you know and now that we've sort of broadened it to get the superhero sweep there's like you know more opportunity this is right. so Expand your minds. It has to be something we can actually watch. Like, it can't be... Super obscure. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, we oh, need yeah. to be able to get our hands on it. I suggest you guys that, read 30 issues of comic books and we'll... T- <laughs> don't do yeah. That. Do not do that. That's a bad I'm going to actually do that. No, John. <laughs> I will I have, tell you. I have Marvel Unlimited. If you do, uh, the Marvel Unlimited, there's a section for events, and they do have the Spider-Verse event, but some of the things are out of order oh yeah that's always the way it's so annoying because i caught a couple while reading like most of it is like very carefully presented in order and then i got to a couple things like all right first of all this is in the wrong order and then there was one where i was like double checking it via the checklist in the back of one of the issues and that was out of order for something because like a plot gets resolved in a side series you know, and they're like, oh, read number three of this. But after this main th- series thing, I'm like, wait, but they spoiled the ending of that. Anyways, so there's some things. I have some tips. Yeah. Hit me mm-hmm. up. You know where to find me. Okay. Anyway, uh, I think that is it for us this week. Uh, we will be back at an undetermined date <laughs> to talk about the next <laughs> episode, which is uh, Training Day. It, perhaps they will have Denzel Washington and Ethan Hawke yeah. in it. And Denzel Washington and Benedict Cumberbatch. It's a, it's a blowout. Yeah, they spent all their money on this episode. Yeah, Denzel slays a dragon. It's bananas. <laughs> so that airs next week. I would watch that movie. That would I, yes, great. me too. It's like yeah. Rain of Fire meets Training Day. Train mm-hmm. of Fire. Yeah. Rain of Fire is a little bit maligned. Well, I'll let that not, not a lot my yeah let's but, not yeah, yeah we don't have time for that i have feelings about that but we do not have time for that <laughs> yeah. all right that is it for us this week let me thank my co-hosts john moltz thank you so much for being here i'm glad i got out of this uh episode without being lit on fire <laughs> guy english always a pleasure my heart is always on fire for john <laughs> and his heart will go on 
being on fire. <laughs> that's, that's true. Thanks for reading along with us. We will see you next time. <laughs>